Hi, I'm Frank. I don't like change. And I just saw a billboard for this new BJ's Wholesale Club talking about up to 25% off grocery store prices. Oh, really? What's wrong with paying full price, huh? No, sir. I would not join BJ's Wholesale Club. Let's agree to disagree, Frank. Say you do want to sign up to get a $40 digital BJ's gift card. Join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit bj's.com slash newalbany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Donica Strange Riscano, author, speaker, and community leader, comes to you today with Recapture, the weekly program that gives a biblical perspective on living a Christ-centered life as you walk through your recovery journey. Our focus is providing healing for the family with love, knowledge, forgiveness, and information. Good morning, I'm Monica Strange. This is Recapture, and I'm in the studio this morning with our fearless leader, uh, Miss Donica. Hey, how are you? I'm good, 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 good. And so we do have back our guest from last week, Miss Kamala Bevel. We were just so blessed with her wonderful uh, commentary. And we just wanted to have her back. Miss Kamala, thank you for coming. Oh, thank you for having me. So, Miss Kamala, let's do a recap of uh, who she is, and I'll go into a couple other things. And uh, her bio will help you have a little bit of recap on our conversation from last week. I know Miss Sonic loves us to kind of remind you and do recap of what we talk about. But I'm just going to launch right in with Miss Kamala's uh bio because she's just such a blessing and compassionate woman. She just brought so much dialogue last week. I want to reintroduce you to her. Miss Kamala Bevel is a compassionate leader who has 15 years background in elementary uh, school education. Now, were you an elementary teacher or a secondary? Elementary. Elementary school education. She's a seven-year career in financial literacy. Uh, she is a dedicated servant leader uh, as she set her life experience ongoing coaching and her many evangelical trainings to help people both spiritually and financially. Her adventurous journey continues. Wow, that's awesome. Do do you have a life of adventure? Uh, Miss Kamala uh, looks forward to augmenting several people's lives through educating them about financial concepts, building relationships, and ultimately raising their awareness for their greatest that is less within. For indeed, her lifelong focus is to let her work speak for her. Welcome back. Aww, awesome. Thank you. It's awesome. great to be back. That, that's a testimony, Miss Kamala. Let your work speak for you. Yes, yes. Let the anointing in you speak for you. When someone else has a speaking thing on you that don't align with your work, then people can dismiss it because your work speaks for itself. Isn't that a blessing? Mm. Thank you so much, Ms. Kamala, for coming back to us. Just to recap on our conversation last week, Ms. Kamala, who is a financial literacy expert, just came to share her heart with us. And for primarily purposes, we really got into the word on purpose. Yes. She was really focused on uh, talking to us a little bit about purpose. Just to recapture, uh, she came to us last week from Ephesians 1, 3, and 4. Blessed be the God of, and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing and heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we be holy and blameless. 
before him in love. Uh, Miss Kamala talked to us about a, quite a few things uh, from her concept and her adventurous relationship in Christ serving others from her compassionate servant leadership. She talked to us about building a relationship in him. She talked to us about the purpose of being in God. Uh, she reminded us that we're beautifully and wonderfully made. Yes. And so we just wanted to welcome you back. Yes, yes. And just go ahead and continue on in our conversation with Miss Kamala. All right. So continuing from where we left off, when you're using your talents, we've talked about uh, that and being able to uh, make your profession your profession. Meaning yes, what yes. you profess, that's what you live. Now, the part that we want to be aware of is what distracts us. What distracts us from living in God's purpose? So I already talked about you, you're using your gift, that flowing with God's plan, his opening doors. But, of course, you live down here where on earth that is, and there are distractions. One of our biggest distractions is the pursuit of making more money. We recognize money is a tool. Money in and of itself is not evil. God tells us it's the love of money. That's the root of all evil. I think that's a good point to make because people say, oh, money evil. No, it says the love of money is the root of all evil. Thank you for making that point. So it's it's the attitude, what we do with it, how it guides our life. It influences our decisions. That's what God is looking at. Remember, God is a jealous God. He wants to be number one, not number two. So when we're looking at the fact that we're building relationships with people, we're in a world that, unfortunately, we're seeing uh, the environments, many of the environments that we work in are very contradictory to what God's plan looks like. If he's wanting us to build relationships with people, many times we're subjected to an environment where we're making money, but it's an environment that it's all about the money, mm-hmm. meaning by whatever means necessary. Doggy dog world. Yes. And so, of course, you're definitely not going to build any healthy relationships from that at all. Mm, that's false. Yes. That's false. Okay. So I want to talk about that a little bit. So okay. you're in the financial planning industry, but um, I'm, I'm sure there could be some opportunities for, like, the programs or services you're sharing uh, with your customers where it would be beneficial to sell plan A to you and then but it really makes more sense for you to sell plan B to your customer. How do you work that out in terms of uh environment? You certainly have a business that you're responsible to. Um and how how do you balance that distraction of uh A what's best for me as the seller and B what's best for the client? I'm so glad you mentioned that because the kind of environment that I'm immersed into is an environment where we're constantly talking about injustices. As a financial coach, when we sit down with people, just like when you share the gospel with people, it's not about me. I'm reading from the text, and I want them to read. And all I'm doing is sharing with them how to understand the word. Yes, Well, the same thing applies when we're teaching people about finances. For example, if a person has a life insurance policy, our question is, do you know what kind you have? 
How does it work? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, people don't know. And here's why. Because it's not written like a book. It's not written for the common person to just open up and understand. You have to have training. Yes. But we have the training. Yes. So our thing is, can we see your policy? We just want to share with you what how your policy works. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it's not about us. It's not about who sold you the policy. It's what does it say in black and white? So my policy lasts until you're 100 years old. And then, like, if the person lives to be 100, then they get all their premiums back. And I was talking to the lady, and she said, a lot of people live to 100 years old. What, really? (laughs) Uh, She says, I process these 100-year paybacks all the time. I said, oh, okay, so my policy doesn't die when I'm 65 or something like that. No, your policy pays out until you're 100 years old. And if you don't pass away and you live, then they give them the money back. Basically. Wow. Okay. There are all types of policies out there. What we always like to do is, again, look at the black and white print Mm -hmm. to know if it's what's best for the client. And, of course, we don't tell them, okay, this is good or bad. We let the word say that. Mm Because once we're done explaining and people see it, then they look at us like, how is this legal? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, those are the questions we get. Yes. That would be a lot of money paying all the way to you 100 years old. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And so the environment, again, that I've been subjected to is my eyes have been open to the fact of going back to my educational background. We haven't been taught anything about money management in school. Mm-hmm. I had never seen a curriculum that just is in-depth, ongoing, each school year, training children of how to think about mm-hmm. money, how money works, even on the college level. So there's an injustice right there. How is it that everybody tells us, Go to school, get a good job, so you can get some Shame good money. Shame on people in college who are not pursuing their own financial literacy. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give the institution a pass on that. You're a grown person. You're going out to get a career. You need to look up your own financial literacy. I think the best thing is the perfect thing is that there's someone in the environment that's trained, like Miss Kamala. That is her passion and her works. 15 years of school teaching and seven years um, in the financial literacy um, community. So I, I would say you need trained professionals like Miss Kamala here to, and, and just because people get busy and that's her role, I think, is we're talking about purpose. We've been talking about purpose last purpose. week and this week and just uh, sharing with us the importance of it. That is her purpose. That is her that is her passion, too. So I, I think that in academia and everything like that, her job is and what she does, what she's doing so uh, perfectly today is sharing with us the need to understand our purpose, God's purpose for us, and how that relates to our profession, our faith, and I would say finances. Yeah. So back to your um, your statement on environments. I don't know if I got us off a of track here, but uh, tell us a little bit more about, you know, improving um, in your purpose and in, in environments. So going back to the environment, because we still, we focus on correcting an injustice, mm-hmm. that shows love to people because you're showing them, I care about you. I want you to understand, you know, what it is you have. And we're not watching people go towards a cliff and not warning them. Mm-hmm. We're just saying, okay, let's take a look at your policy. And then we're asking them to help share it with other people. That's what Christ did. You share information. That's good. So many times we learn things. We learn a lot of knowledge. But what good does it do us if we're not as great if it helps you? 
But are we down here just to be here for us? Right. We're here to share. I will tell you, in my own business experience, it is an opportunity of sharing. And I have found myself saying, if I can share this, let me tell people about Christ today. There you go. Let me put a, a status on my Facebook today and offer, you know, so to speak, a sinner's opportunity. Can you accept Christ in your heart today? As your personal savior, I call people and I'm talking to them about their products. How are you doing? And then they tell me their story. Let me pray with you now. And so having a business opportunity has opened up those appointment calling when I'm calling or whatever. The person saying this and that, I can minister to them right then. Somebody say, oh, I want some skincare. Girl, I ain't got no money. Okay, let me see your cash. I'm going to bless you today. Mm-hmm. So those are what those opportunities are. Now, I can't say that to every call, but whatever one that God leads me to, that's the one, hey, go, I'm sending you some money right now. And so that's how we can take that environment. Well, Miss Pamela, you're blessing us today. Yeah. You can be in that environment of living out God's purpose exactly where you are in your business opportunity, on your job, in your family, your family is your ministry. Your husband with that toilet up and those kids with the socks in the floor or playing that game all day, that is an opportunity to pursue God's purpose and love on them in ministry, even in your household. I'm loving it, Miss Kamala. Let's keep going. So piggybacking on what you just said with the family piece, being in an environment where when you're at work, does your work allow your kids to be there? Now, don't get me wrong. I know all professions don't. I'm just saying that if an emergency happens, you don't have to worry about, I'll lose my job mm-hmm. because i got to go see about my child. Mm-hmm. Just things like that that, that you get you to understand, is my, does what I'm doing really have my back with? the whole picture, my family, things that are really important. Well, now it is. We, you know, most, some of us are working home. Right, And you right. can hear the dog bark, the kids call, <laughs> crying. So nowadays, our kids do get to be at home. I was on the call with a client executive last week. He was like, we're on this call, but the kids are in the pool. I kind of want to be out there with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, dude, we have work to do. So <laughs> in this environment, and people are returning back to the office now, right. but that was just a wonderful thing. People could be you would hear kids crying and there's this youtube that went viral this man he's actually live on television and then his kid comes in there and starts messing around in the background and then his wife comes in there and she's fiddling around and she has to get down on the floor and crawl and get the kids outside so we do have some of that now that's a little bit of benefit but it's it's still like miss camilla is saying it's the it's the spirit of does not only we're working from home, but does the mm-hmm. in the work itself yes. does it speak to does this have my back? So I I understand the overall big picture which is saying, Miss Kamala, that how does this support me? How does this support me and my family? Correct, and then keeping that mindset. So drawing more picture, what could your life look like uh, if you were to? find a better way that you could work and not saying you have to leave your profession again if that's your talent well who says you have to keep a job you could create a business out of what your talent is so when you're in an environment that promotes thinking outside the box that's pushing up people 
that's helping you discover talents about yourself that you didn't even know, then it expands your mind to recognize how much more you can do, how much more you're capable of. And you can do that in an environment that's positive, not in an environment that's dog-eat-dog world. Yes, yes. That we want to get outside of that, I would say, the dog-eat-dog world, but looking at it, I think, as you're saying, there's a spiritual, it's a spiritual and um, financial piece, but it's also the tangible piece of um, understanding our role, our role in our role in faith, our role in, in Christ as we, we, we call it a talent, but how we are working. If we're working and we're sewing into someone, we have a job that's customer service, it's service-oriented, it's the COVID. The conversation is kind of dying down about COVID, and we're going to still be on track, Ms. Campbell, but mm-hmm. the, the conversation about COVID is kind of dying down. But looking at it from a spiritual standpoint of doctors, nurses, those persons that worked in the restaurants that tried to keep stay open for as long as they possibly could. Mm-hmm. Then they went to drive through and they adjusted that, you know, pivoted and everything like that. Even pivoting in our purpose, seeing a need. We may have one profession, but with your financial literacy, you're educating people, but also you can provide a service. So with the COVID-19 and everything that was going on, we had to make a, a pivot, but we also have to look at people through Christ's eyes that there's a nurse, there's a doctor, there's somebody working at McDonald's that has to go to work and they are nervous and fearful too. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they are concerned about what they're, it's a job. It's it, having a customer service job, being on the front line, even if we, we don't see it as the work as important as it is, but it really is. And so both sides, Ms. Kamala, as you being an educator and you're saying, Look at this book. You know, how do you keep from being doggy dog or giving a product or a service or selling to someone that's not the best interest for them? You say, we look at the plan. We look at the book and how this is going to benefit that person. Where on the other side, what about the practitioners, the nurses, the doctors, the person working at the fast food restaurant? They're nervous, too. And are we uh, walking in our Christ purpose when we're having compassion for them? Maybe they didn't get their order right or or they're nervous about going to work or any of those things. So we talk about what you've been talking about for the last two weeks, living in purpose. And I can just really sense it in, in how you're delivering the information of compassion, the compassionate component of bringing uh, this information to our audience on today. I want to ask you a question. I know this is a part of your your. Uh, dialogue anyway, but uh, what happens if we don't change our circumstances? Good question. When we don't change, yet we want new things. We want our goals and dreams. They won't come. Mm. And too often, there are lots of times a conversation piece we run into of giving an opportunity to people, asking them what do they want? What more have you, do you want to achieve that you haven't been able to achieve yet? And we tell them, well, they tell us. And, of course, we open the opportunity to them. And what the picture that people have to understand is the bigger the goal, the more it's going to be a qu- required of you. you have, there's things about you now that you're going to have to change because you have to elevate your mind to think on a different way 
so that you can achieve bigger dreams. Mm-hmm. And so a person has to be committed to change. Wow. And so it's a it's a long term uh, it's a long term thing. This is not get rich overnight. This is not pie in the sky or a cakewalk. This is saying this is a progressive growth, not just for you, but for other people. And as you improve, you keep pushing other people up. And so there's no way your life is not elevated. When yes. you focus on people, mm-hmm. the yes. money will come. Right. If you focus on money, well, I'll be okay, it'll come. But you're not going to be satisfied. That's the other thing I'm finding with people is when people's focus is, and don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with material goods. I'm just finding that I talk to people that find that they've hustled, they bustles, they they get the material goods, but they're, they're not satisfied. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the question is, okay, and how much time did you spend doing this? How and, much time you spent spent seeking that out? Right. And yes. where was God in the picture? Mm-hmm. You've so pretty much it's been in vain. About wow. like Ecclesiastes, it's a chasing after the wind. Yes. So. The well, question is, great, you want material things. Nothing wrong with that. The question with that is, what is it going to get you? And more importantly, what is it going to get for God's purpose? Yes. How do you use the things that you want to continue to build God's kingdom, to continue to glorify him? That's the focus so that when you get those things, you know. You do those things now so that when you get other things, you know what to do with them. So, again, it's a constant mindset. God talks about in Romans 12, not being of this world, but transforming. So everything he blesses you with, earthly gain, we can turn around and use it for spiritual purposes. Yes. Yes. Awesome. We have Miss Camilla Bevel here at Recapture with us. Uh, we're so excited about your great wisdom, bringing the conversation around purpose bringing the conversation around compassion, being the conversation around serving others. Oh, is that a new concept? <laughs> serving others. Uh, how you go out and seek to, you said that it's not about me. Even in developing financial literacy, it's not about you, but it's about your client before you or your student before you and how you can share the information that you have. Uh, to support them and help them with uh, financial literacy. We're so grateful to have uh, you here in the studio with us today. Uh, I'm Monica Strange, and we have our fearless leader here, uh, Miss Donica Riscano. Yes, yes. Kamala uh, Bevel is here talking to us about financial literacy, but for, uh, she was here with us on last week as well. And what I really heard from her heart and her passion is about um, what I would say is more about purpose, more about purpose. So we shall thank you for your uh, expertise. We're going to give you just uh, one or two more minutes and close us out today, Miss Kamala. Uh, Generally, uh, we end our program, Miss Kamala, with what we call uh, tips for the journey. And you have two minutes to just close us out on what you would share with us as a tip for the journey. I do want you to give us a tip for the journey, but in also let our listening audience know how they can reach you so that they can uh, get information on your financial literacy programs and all the programs and services that you offer. So you can give that information and then give us a little tip for our journey. Now you have 
Uh, one minute and 45 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just leave you with a question, and that is just simply, what are you going to do with your life to improve it and make a better, find out a better you? You're, you're working on becoming a better you. So what are you going to do with your life work-wise to do that? Are you in the environment right now that you are able to use your talents, you're able to keep God first and work in this plan, or is it time for change? And if it is, definitely call me up, 832-319-9318. I definitely look forward to your phone call, and definitely uh, we'll definitely keep it in prayer and move forward because it's all about action, action behind the plan. Yes, so if you want to have um, live on God's purpose in your life, we thank you so much, Miss. Uh, Camilla for being here she she talked about some powerful things we have to have change we have to live on purpose our our profession our faith is our profession so we thank you so much for joining you um, on this week's uh, broadcast of recapture my name is Donica hi I'm Monica Strange thank you for joining thank you for joining us on this week's broadcast my prayer is that you continue to grow find peace forgiveness, knowledge, and information. To learn more or connect with us, visit our website at psdiamondcelebration.com. Until next time.